In the spirit of reconciliation, Tabletop Unknown acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Tabletop Unknown Season 3 also contains some body horror, racism, and references to sexual violence. Last time on Tabletop Unknown's Big Trouble in Little Oxenfurt. You're going to go out there and you're going to kill this beast before it kills again. Cyril Fargus, uh, he was a student at the academy. There was Roland Gauss, who was a professor at the academy. And there was Jory Sobel, who was a stable hand. Three of these people were killed. Um, the investigation you do shows that he has ribbons of skin left on him, suggesting there was some sort of sharp slashing lacerations of some kind. Also, his neck has been torn apart and an arm is completely detached. Whatever did kill Cyril has some sort of claws. Long, sharp, deadly claws. There also seems to be very strange bite marks near the neck and it's almost imperceptible from the slash marks. What you do also gather that you nearly missed because of the, the body is just in such a bad condition is you do see a stab mark in the chest different from the slashes. Johnny, you unfurl his hand, which is sort of set in with rigor mortis, so it does take a little bit of strength. And inside, you see a small piece of paper um, and also some strands of a fabric that are left over. And on the piece of paper, on one side it simply says Roland Gauss, and on the other side it says Thinker's Park. You do see lower down more of those bite marks. This time they're a bit more obvious. You would assume fangs. Anything else, Doctor? Just punch him. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, get out. Oh, I've had enough. All of you, get out. When he goes to push me out, I'd like to chloroform him. Flora daintily faints back into his chair, uh, and you see the possessions of Jory Sobel. However, you do see a few sort of cards from a place called the Rosebud. It is a... A whorehouse. It is a whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> so who's going where? I'd very much like to go to the whorehouse. <laughs> I've seen enough disease in a whorehouse to never want to step in foot in it again, so I'll go to Thinker's Park. Sure. Uh, I, I guess you're, yeah, you're pulling my leg. All right, let's go to the whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We don't discuss clients here. Please, please tell us. Please tell us. <laughs> start crying. Please start crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> you like to play rough, you see. I don't much care for it. And he had his second warning, so last week, after bruising up one of my girls, Dal and Mira, mm. you make your way to Thinker's Park. Mm. You see a small empty vial with a small amount of weird residue left in it. Um, you also find a small knife. Straight away the smell hits you. You know damn well that this is a witcher potion of some kind. You can identify what this, what these ingredients make. It makes a potion called Black Blood. Still some heavy footprints in the mud in this garden, which, so what you deduce from this is that someone watched this happen. I was walking back from the market that night, and I did see Cyril. Mm. And what was he doing? He was chatting up a woman, I believe. Yalketh, you notice a weird menagerie of birds. Come to listen to our old Nellis the Blind Bard sing. Yes. Three things that I know for certain. The beast only kills men who have sinned. Sometimes the beast kills more, but never less than four. And he always comes in winter when it's darkest. 
as the four of you exit the inn, you do manage to see exactly where Sori was killed. Well, I can assure you, after experiencing those, that there is not enough blood here. Yeah, you walk up and bang up on the door, and you hear from inside, just a minute does come to this door and she sort of opens it slowly and she just sort of cracks the door and you do see small amount of this beautiful woman like she's genuine genuinely gorgeous yes your birds were watching me i'd like to know why they were watching me fly around they do what they they're, they're honing birds so they always know their way home they go out and they fly and they, i let them do their own thing i wouldn't want to keep a bird in a cage so it appears that someone matching your description was seen with a young man called cyril i, w- I was trying to help him you see he and unfortunately, due to his upbringing, he has a rather distaste for non-humans. The day before, he scrawled some awful things on the lovely alchemist's shop front. It said, go home. Ah. Um, and she's an elf, you see. Beautiful lady must have a beautiful name. Oh, well, um, yes, I, I do, actually. My name's Oliana. You make your way down to the waterfront sort of districty area, and you do, sure enough, see exactly what um, Oliana was talking about. A uh, alchemy that has written on the glass in red paint. Graffiti says, go home, elf. Uh, you sort of see this uh, elf woman come out. And she's like, oh, hello there. Oh, witches. Oh, great, more of you. Yes, oh, he's lovely. Had the had the Walter come in. Uh, they are the ingredients for a moon dust bomb. Witchers, do you know of any monster that uh, drinks blood? So you might want to stop that. And is also susceptible to moon dust bombs. Uh, I mean, Vampire? vampires. Yeah. You have dealt with vampires before. However, they are a large category: Garkins, Alps, Katakans. Ekimaras, Nosferat, Slamards, Broxa, Alp. Sorry, I must introduce myself. Harold of Oxenfurt, nice to meet you. I'd like to cast a little puppeteering. You, you put your hands forward and you pull three fingers up and sort of pull down, casting Oxy Puppet on this man. Uh, he just redu- no, I didn't much care for him. He was, try- he's try- he was trying to get tenure, you see. Ah, oh, what a bastard. Which would have taken tenure off me, because I'm the monster expert here. So, look, I'm not sad he's gone, but exactly. I, don't think he, I don't think he sinned against me or sinned. Great. Uh, you do manage to find sort of a, a journal how there was a witcher in town and that he was going to meet him. He just was waiting for him to come back from the blacksmiths. I got a lot of questions for this missing witcher. I agree with Mira. I think we should head over to the blacksmith. So, before the end of day two... You quickly decided to go past the blacksmiths. Now, um, because uh, Walter, Walter Fur, the Witcher, met with him for some reason. You walk up to the blacksmiths and you do see, sure enough, you see a man outside under sort of the um, outdoor crafting area. Um, the outdoor forge is under a thatched roof attached to a stone building overlooking the Pontar River. And you see this blacksmith using some sort of wooden jig to string a crossbow. Oh, hi there. Uh, come in here to the, for the blacksmithing. Hello. Just give me a moment. Um, and he sort of clicks it into place. He's like, eh, done. Right, what can I do you for? Uh, we're just here to talk to you about uh, Walter. Oh, the the witcher. Oh, witches, yes. You have to say sword work or something like that? Uh, no, we want to know what his plans were. Oh, uh, well, I, I don't know much about his plans, but uh, I saw him, met him. Uh, he paid me to repair his silver sword. 
Uh, he's quiet. He's minded his own business. But um, is this about the beast? Yes. We believe you're the last person to see him alive. Oh. Uh, okay, well then. <laughs> Perhaps I now know what I heard a couple nights ago. Uh, so about 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 uh, four nights ago, uh, I saw. Um, well, I heard. I didn't see. So this is my house, and he points to the, the building, and it, sure enough, it's a house. Um, but uh, I heard a scuffle down by the shore, and he points down to the Pontar River. He's like, uh, it was like I heard scuffle, I heard sword, I heard a loud bang. I didn't dare look at it. I was way too scared. I mean, maybe that was your witcher friend. Yes. Um, I lean over and I just say, well, that loud bang is possibly the bomb he used, so I'm assuming he encountered whatever this vampire is. Would you like... I can sh- I can point and show... Please you. do, yes. Okay. Uh, he leads you around to the side, so if you look at the map, you can see where the blacksmith's is. And just down... Yep, so a bit north and into the river, that is, and there's sort of like an area of land there. That is where he is saying, and he sort of points down, and sure enough, you can see some debris and stuff around there. Yep. What did the Witcher want from you? To, to repair his silver sword. Repair the silver sword. How did he break it? Oh, well, it was more mainly maintenance. It, it lost its edge, you see. Silver swords, they... Witches were no quite brittle. Mm. They do not hold edge very well, but uh, deadly for monsters. So it's a necessary sacrifice. I see. I see. Okay. Did he have any like cuts on his face? Like, did he look in pretty good condition? No, he was fine. Though he was old, admittedly, he was an old. I mean, I don't know how old he was, but he looked old. Uh, no, he seemed fine. Breastplate, fine or good condition. His sword, his uh, steel sword, seemed in good condition as well. Uh, yeah, no, oh, he was fine. Did he mention anything to you about his uh, professor friend, Roland? Uh, no, he did not mention Roland to me, but I know of Roland, yes. Uh, he, he, you know, I've seen him around sometimes. Good guy? Yeah, good good man. Uh, I, I made uh, I made some uh, holders for uh, books for him one time. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems, seems like he seemed fine, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, look, it was one of the academy people. They're all a bit, you know... A little weak, you know? You can't hold your own books. Yeah, they have Humans. to, like, you know, up themselves. <laughs> they think highly of themselves. I mean, Oxenford, famous for academy, but also, like, we have good blacksmith, good good armorer, you know, do other things. Can, students. can I roll human perception just to make sure his demeanor is legit? He's not yeah, sure, lying go ahead. to roll. us or anything? I might start investigating what's around... 18. Yeah, he's completely legit. Okay, he's just cool. a simple simple blacksmith, and he seems to be telling you what he knows. Yeah, he's quite honest. Um, he's a local, so he doesn't want the beast to not come back in 10 years. So, yeah. Are there any, like, um, unguarded, like, silver ingots or anything lying around? Yeah, that's some scram shit right there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While this is going on, do you want to see if we can try and nick one? Roll awareness. Yeah, can, can I roll, um, roll awareness or sleight of hand? Sleight of hand, please. Anyone else can roll awareness? I'll roll awareness. <laughs> if you steal another thing without them knowing. 17. Oh, 16. Oh, I might have you. 22. Ooh, your luck's run out. And Mira? 15. So, Johnny, 
Uh, as this sort of conversation's happening and he's pointing out, you manage to just see in the corner of your eye, uh, Yalketh just sort of like bend down, grab a little ingot and put it in his pocket. Dude, put that back. What are you shh, doing? Shh. No, I'll, I'm not going to shush Please, please, let me I'm going to shove please. him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, why would you do that? Put it back. Oh, oh, all right, damn it. Uh, you put the silver ingot And I talk to the blacksmith. You watch him. He's trying to take I it. watch him. He's your friend. Hey, none of, you stop this. I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop it. All right, all right. Don't, uh, don't make bad name for doors. He says weirdly. Um, anyway, so he, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, you go down to the area where he said, um, where he heard things happening. Uh, and very clearly, something has happened here. You see some scratches in the walls. You see some scratches along the ground. You see some char marks. Can you please roll uh, some, one One of you? Roll uh, awareness. Not me. Mine's not very good. Uh, oh, mine's okay. I rolled 18. 18. That will do it. So... Um, yeah, so sure enough, you do see quite a bit around. Um, so there are slash marks. There are slash marks of four rows. There is a bomb residue around this sort of charred area. Um, you can tell there is the aforementioned quicksilver dust around. There is a loose vial. Uh, there is a broken silver sword. Um, a lot of blood uh, and a small knife. A small uh, knife, almost the exact same as the one you found by the body of um, Roland Gauss. Is there a name etched in this There place? is. There is a monogram. H.O. Harold? Ah, yeah. Harold, there is... Harald of Oxenford. <laughs> uh, but you do not see <gasps> a body. Can someone roll a deduction? Mm, I got four for deduction. Anyone? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'll go for yeah. it. 17? 17. So... Yes. You actually figure out that the body was pushed into the river. And now following that trail and seeing, you can't see any shadows underneath the water. However, on the opposite side, on the eastern island of Oxenfurt, you do see a corpse in the shallows of the river. I deduct a corpse. (laughs) Say that. (laughs) You point over and sure enough, you you can all see this corpse on the other side. Well deducted. Is it far enough away that we can't make anything out? Can we swim across? Can anyone swim? You can't, but you can just walk over. So if you look at the map, you'll see a little blue circle. Oh, yeah. That is where it is. So you can walk over there. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Let's wade through the water and... I can't swim, I don't think. Did somebody did somebody grab the knife? Uh, yeah, I imagine one of you would have. You, okay. you asked I've... to see if it was engraved, so you have the knife. Okay, cool. Yeah. You go across to the shallows, and it's it's not pretty. Can you please roll your practiced paranoia skill? Yep, Ooh. so what do I need to roll for that? That will be your reflex, your level in para, practiced paranoia, which yep. I believe is six from memory. So six and six, 12 plus eight is 20. 20. 20. Excellent. Um, as you sort of approach, you stop everyone and you see uh, something in the shallows of the water. You see three of these, these uh, hideous humanoid finger figures with pointed ears and sharp, um, a row of sharp, tiny teeth. Also, as you notice these, you hear a rustling from behind you. And you can sense three more behind you. Uh, these are... Well, do you want to do a check for me? 
witches or anybody. Monster law? Monster law, correct. Monster law, or you can use your witcher skill in place of monster law. 22. 17. Good. You needed a 10. Okay. <laughs> These are drowners. <laughs> drowners are actually not resurrected evildoers like a lot of people think they are. Most people think so. Thank folk stories and popular books such as that. I'll make it out that way. Drowners are a necrophage. They are creatures from another plane that came into this realm during the conjunction of spheres centuries ago. Drowners prefer coastline, rivers, and marshy areas, and they are amphibious. They spend most of their time in the water. When they do come out, it's usually to follow their stomachs, to grab something close to the water's edge, or search for food on land. When they find something to eat, they leap on it with a flurry of claws, (laughs) attacking as a group and surrounding their prey. Could everyone please roll initiative? Yeah. You were in combat with six drowners. There is three in front of you in the shore. There is three behind you. Damn it. Eight. Fifteen. Eleven. Uh, Twelve for me. They are exceptionally dumb, so they will go last. <laughs> Yay. Um, it's actually legit in their law. They are, like, ridiculously stupid. So stupid that even if you set them on fire, they'll keep attacking you. Um, and they won't stop to put themselves out. Oh, my God. Um, that's how dumb drowners are. Drowners. Classic. Great. There is three in front of you, Will, three behind you. What would you like to do, sir? Well, first I go, oh, shit, drowners. <laughs> Great. Good, good. good. Um, and then I'm going to, uh, I suppose, take a swing at one with my battle axe. Oh, will that be a fast or a strong attack? That will be a... Uh, I think it'll be a fast attack. Right. So are you aiming for anybody's pup specifically? Or are you just going to go for a hit? Just go for a hit. Cool. Yeah. All right. Roll your attack, please. So that will be your reflex plus your uh, melee. Oh, yep, yep, plus a d10. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, I need to roll their defense, which they're going to try and dodge out of the way. Thirteen, you said? Yeah. That is an eleven. You hit. Boom. What is the damage on that, please? Five d6s. Five? Sorry, what? Five d6s. For a battle, okay. The good thing here. All right, this is actually. So you are not. You do not have a silvered weapon, so you'll be doing half damage against these. Weapons. Okay, good. Okay, Jesus, That's more than any of the witch's weapons. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that correctly. No, I yeah. think you're, I think you're right. Um, Damn. So my roll was not great. It's uh, no. It's a fifteen. Fifteen. And uh, then half you... of that. Yeah. So half fifteen, which is seven. They do not have any armor, so that's a straight. Seven damage. We roll. I will just roll to see exactly where you hit them. Catch him right in the shoulder, like eating into his shoulder, uh, and he yeah. sort of rah, and sort of rolls back a bit and, and gets out of it. But it was a fast attack. You can do another one. Fifteen. Oh, you rolled a one, sir. So that is a fumble, which means that's a crit, sir. Doing a whole seven over his dodge. Sixteen. The body. Sixteen. That will, with that sort of follow up quick attack, you manage to just. Go straight into his chest and take out one of the drowners. Good oh, work. Cool. Oh, turn. You can still move if you want to move. Uh, yeah, I will. Um, so there's three behind you, two in front of you. Can I take just a dodge as a. Sorry, a reposition. 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 Is sort of, yeah, I'll just sort of reposition so that I'm not between them. I'm sort of the side and then. Yeah, so I see of, what you're saying. So yeah. like, there's the two there and you're on the outside. Yep. Great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Mitch. Um, I would like to shoot one of them with my crossbow. Great. Uh, Can you please do a ranged attack, which is your dexterity, your crossbow skill, and a d10. And are you you aiming for anywhere specific? Um, The torso. Torso? Great. Go for it. Negative one. They are pretty close to you. 22. 22. 
and this is point blank range, which is a plus five to hit. And you're going for the torso, which is a negative one. So that is a 26. 26. And he will try and dodge this. <laughs> which he cannot beat it. That is a crit, uh, which is... So that's 13 above. So that's a difficult critical. All right, can you roll, please? For damage? 2d6. Nope. Oh. We might not need damage. 2d6. <laughs> Uh, seven. Sucking chest wound. Um, that sucks. On the, on the drowner, <laughs> don't worry. Um, tears into its lungs, it will start suffocating. Just roll your damage for me anyway. It's going to be uh, whatever you roll plus an additional eight damage. 17 plus... Yeah, he's dead. Good work. Which one was that? One in front of you or one behind? Okay, the one in front of me. Yeah, great. So the two in front are gone. There is four more drowners. It is Mira's turn. Can I can I still move? Or yeah, you can move. Yep. Is there any like um like cover I can get to? Like it's, rocks there is no there? cover. You're on like a shoreline. There's nothing around. Oh, okay. I won't worry about it then. Yep. Mirror. So is it one in front? Three one behind? in front, three behind. Okay. Correct. What you know about drowners? They are susceptible to fire as well, and silver. In that case, can I use uh, igni on the three behind? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. So, can you please roll a use magic? Plus will plus your D10 roll for me. And I imagine you're going to be using it fully, so you're going to use two stamina to do this. Great. Yeah. Go ahead. So what was it? It was my D10 plus... Will plus use magic. Might be spell casting. Uh, spell casting, sorry. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 20. 20 total. Yeah. yeah um, you shoot out a wave of fire. Those three are going to try to dodge. I don't actually think they can dodge it. It's too high a number for them to beat. Yep, they all fail. Can you roll 2d6 for me, please? And then roll a d10. Tell me if you get above a 7. So 7, 8, 9, or 10. I've got a 2, 3, and 6. 2, 3, and 6. That's for the damage, was it? Yep. So 2 and a 3. That's 5. And then a 6. So they do not catch fire, but you do manage to do... Five damage to all of them. Oh, sorry, six. Was it? Yeah. What did I say? Six. Six. Yeah. Six damage to all of them. Great. Uh, would you like to move or anything else? Um, nah. Great. Uh, it is Johnny's turn. Hello, Johnny. You know, witcher, witchering arm. What do you Oof. do? Uh, I'm going to pull my big sapphire sword from behind me. Yep. Uh, and just like toss my hair in the wind a little bit. And then I <laughs> run at them. Um, and I'm going to stab the nearest one. Well, I'm definitely going to give it a big old swing. Right. So are you doing a quick strike or a strong strike? A uh, strong strike. Strong strike. So roll your attack, which is. Is that reflex and swordsmanship? Correct. And okay. a D10. She's Mine's learning. The result. Let's see. He's pretty good. I forgot. 22. 22. That is... They can't beat that. They can't They can't beat it. Um. Yep, great. That's a hit. Were you uh, aiming anywhere specific? Uh, right down the head. Head, of course. It's a minus three. You still pass. So that's times two damage. The head success is times three as well. Far out. So that's a... <laughs> so can you roll your... Um, now, you've used your sapphire sword, which is not silver. So That's it right. will take half damage, however, we're timing it by five. So just roll your, roll your damage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Six. One. Five. That's really good. That's Six 17. Times. Half of that is what? Eight. Eight. Eight times five is 40. Great. You cut this drowner's head off in a single swing. <laughs> like right down the center? Oh, you, you cut this drowner in half. <laughs> and then I'm like... <laughs> 
Um, what's my accent? Yeah, Joycey, Joycey. That's how we do it in Joycey. <laughs> and then I just slice him into. And then I like. All fans out there, Jersey is a small town up north. Zeracania. Um, <laughs> um, it's one of the Griffins. And then I right across smear the, the blood on my cheeks like this. <laughs> Jesus, <okay>. all right. <laughs> um, it is the remaining three Browners turn, <laughs> and they are going to now run at you. So they've just seen their three drowned buddies go down. They're stupid, so they're not going to run away. Nope. Um, cool. They have claws, so they're going to go for... First off, one is going to go for Johnny. Just cut a, cut a boy in half. So do you want to roll... How are you going to defend against this? You have a few options. You can dodge, you can reposition, you can parry, you can block, you can block with a weapon or shield. Um, I'll probably block with my sword. Sure. Excellent. So, you need to roll your swordsmanship plus reflex and a d10. 23. That's a 20. So, you do block his attack. Good. Uh, This drowner sort of jumps in front of you and goes to claw at you, but you sort of put your sword up and just sort of swing it away and block block the blow, uh, sending the drowner back away. The second drowner is now going to attack Hilketh. Hilketh. You are, you are very close. Just going to push it. So uh, is he is uh, going to attack. Uh, attack. Uh, what do you? What defensive action would you like to do? So if I do reposition, that's based off my athletics. Correct. Uh, I would like to reposition. Cool. So your athletics um, plus your I think body is the athletics or dexterity. Dexterity. Sorry, dexterity. Um, athletics, and you can move half your speed in distance as well. Uh, Fourteen. Four, six, seventeen. Sorry, it just sort of catches you and jumps right on. Um, I'm going to roll its damage. It's going to be three d six claw. You're very lucky. How much armor do you have, please? It should be on the front of your sheet below your weapon. Uh, so I've got eight head, eight torso, eight legs. Great. It did four damage, so it can't even get through your armor. But I still go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. And the last one is going to attack Mira. Will, you sort of got far enough away from them that they're not interested, and Mira is right. Sorry, guys, I'm a doctor, not a fighter. <laughs> uh, so, Mira, how would you like to defend against this attack? Um, I'm going to pull my silver sword out and just go... Nice. Block it in front. You're going to block. Great. So, yeah. use uh, we- uh, weapon, reflex, and a d10. Never mind, he rolled a critical fail. <laughs> so he fumbles, uh, meaning I roll again and negate four from his skill, which means it is a seven. Okay. Does he hit you? No. No. Um, 25. Whoa. Will, it's your turn. All right. There's three drowners unsuccessfully attacking these people. One of them's gnawing on Yulkath's arm and Yulkath's like, oh! But you could tell he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ouchie. Um, who, would, who would be in the most trouble right now? Yulkath? Yulkath, okay. yeah. Because um, he's, just because he's like on him. If the drowners decide to turn towards him and swarm him, he might actually have some problem. They they get worse in groups. Yeah, you cool. know that of drowners because they're local to this area. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll run over and help Hilkath. Sure. Um, and I'll take another swing with me, uh, the battle axe. This time it's going to be a strong... Strong strike? Strong strike. Are you aiming for anywhere specifically? Um, if he's gnawing on his arm, I probably won't aim for his head. <laughs> um, 
let's just say like his sort of abdomen, his like lower his half. Body. His sure. body half. Go ahead. Body, so that's yeah. only a negative one okay. roll and it's a negative three because you're doing a strong strike. So yep. minus four off anything. Um, he will see you coming, so he will take a dodge action. And it's a one. What do you roll? <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I roll again on a fumble and minus the number off of his ability score, which was a seven, which means he's a six uh, to dodge. Twelve. You hit him. Um, can you please roll the damage for me? Yep. When you rolled a six and you rolled a twelve. Yeah. So not enough for a crit. It's fine. Um, it is eleven. 11. Cool. Half that damage. That's 5. Uh, as you sort of hack... Oh, wait, no. But it's then I double it because it's a strong Yeah, one. so 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah, you bury your battle axe into him, but he is still standing and still holding <laughs> But he's not looking good. All right. He's not looking good. So can can pets do anything? There is, there is a... Burger. Burger wants some fries. So, <laughs> so Burger was... Just yeah. trailing along behind, doing his own thing. You trust Berger pretty well to just sort of do his own thing. Um, and he was just sort of casually saunters on up and sees that some shit's going down. Um, so <laughs> Berger is going to... Here we go. Berger is going to run up and jump on this um, drown on you. You'll cast. Let's go. Uh, he's going to do a bite. Six, four, uh, then reflex nine plus his melee which is seven. Oh, it's seven okay so 14 for the dog okay and now dodge for the uh, it's a 10 for the drowner so it's gonna it's 14 plus seven no so unfortunately uh, Burger does run in and try, and sort of barks and jumps at this drowner but the drowner sort of just realises what's happened and sort of latches off your cap and gets out of the way but now Burger is in the fray Mitch it is your turn the drowner is no longer on you because the dogs get away what would you like to do? Um, I actually believe I have to wait a turn. Yeah, you need to reload. Yeah. So you're going to reload your crossbow? Oh, not if I don't have to. Not if you don't have to, no. But um, um, is there anything else you want to do? Do you have another weapon there? Yeah, can I pull out my stiletto from my sleeve sheath? Beautiful. And just like stab the drowner in the neck? Yeah, fuck Ooh. you, go for it. Yeah. Um, so roll your small blades, reflex, and a d10, please. Plus 10. Oh, so i got a 10, so do I roll again? Roll again and then add them both to... 26... 32. Um, <laughs> that's a really big... Yeah, you, you're going to do another crit. Uh, you just, yeah, stab him in the brain and it just goes limp and pull it back out. just falls to the ground. <laughs> that's so much over. Like, he had, like, not much. Uh, great. Do you want to move, Mitch, or are you fine where you are? Um, I'm going to just, like, back away a little bit. Yeah, great. So I can observe what's going on. Mirror. Two left. Hmm. Are they one front, one behind? Uh, they're both behind. Both behind. But I would say you've turned around now. Okay. A strong attack on one of them. Yep. Um. Cool. Well, are you aiming for anywhere? Um, right between the eyes. Yep, for the head. So minus three yep. and minus three off your roll. So minus six. Yep. It's going to roll the nat one. Good on him. Uh, so that's yeah. So he didn't roll very high at all. He rolled a nine. So if you beat a nine, you will hit him. Okay. Um, so swordsman ship reflex and a d10. Twenty-two. That's a hit, and that's a crit, and 
cut his head off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally, the last drowner, Johnny. Excellent, eh? We're going to go for another big hit. With the sword. Great. Uh, we're going to go, yeah, strong again. Why not? Excellent. Just going to try and dodge. 16 plus 8, 24. <laughs> yeah, even on a night that hits, my friend. Uh, yes. Great. Can you please roll your damage? Yes. Oh, yeah, we're going straight for the eyes. Oh, straight for the eyes? Okay, well, even on a minus three, you were still hitting him with a strong attack, so... Half damage, then triple your damage. Three, one, three, that's only seven. Yep. Seven. No, so one more, one more. Five, seven plus five. Twelve. Twelve plus four. So that's plus four for the sword, yep, so sixteen. Um, half of it, half it because it is your steel sword, but double it because it's a crit. Uh, Sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's dead. Uh, he's kind of he he kind of like does a bit of a fake you, and he's like, "Is that all you got?" And then he kind of <laughs> just kind of stabs yeah. straight in the eyeball. Uh, congratulations, right. you have killed the drowners. Bye, drowners. Goodbye, drowners. Um, so now that you've killed the drowners, you start a look into the area, um, and now you can actually look around this corpse. It is unfortunately Walter Fur's body. Um, I will grab an uh, awareness check, please. Yeah. Um, and if Dal, if you want to investigate the body, that will be a first aid check, please. Uh, just before I do that, did anyone actually take any damage during that? No. 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 Okay, cool. No. Awesome. All right. No. I got 21 for awareness. Great. And I'll do my I mean, if first anyone else aid. that, please. No, 18. Ooh, I got a 10. So what do I do? I roll again and add them together? Correct. Oh. 21. Uh, 20, 28. Whoa. First aid. So aware. Right. Um, <laughs> Del doesn't have many skills, but, but the ones he does have. <laughs> you see someone has plundered this body with your awareness check, Yelkath. Um very obviously though the tracks in the sand are quite recent and they lead just to a hut uh, just about 20 metres away <laughs> yes uh, idiots <laughs> on the body you find he is face down in the water and you didn't notice at first because his armour is quite strong but you do see three stab marks through his sort of padded sections of his armour he's wearing a half plate so a plate that just covers the top uh, pectoral muscles and back but he has three stab marks in his waist sort of area from behind you turn him over and he also has four massive slashes through the breastplate almost completely it it still maintained integrity but only just Mm. um it didn't get through him but it's there um his body is otherwise in a normal condition however his throat is slit as well does he still have the two thousand crowns that the that the town gave him not on his body, no. Well, I think we should check out that hut. Yeah. yeah. Just before we leave, with my first aid check, can I tell whether the stab wounds... You can do a deduction check if you want to... Yeah. Like, are they tied to the, the dagger that I've got? That's what I'm sort of trying to... Yes, yes, they do. You don't need to do a check. You've now okay. seen this stab mark enough that, yeah, indeed, there is the okay. same sort of thing going on. Yeah. Same sort of stab marks. Is there um, a bite mark on his neck? There is. But it is very shallow. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Shall, shall we um, investigate the hut? Yeah. Let's. Uh, 
Let's go over to the hut. Um, as you approach, you, as you approach, you do see a shadow from the inside looking at you through a window. Just sort of go and and, and shuffle away, and you hear sort of like weird rustling in the house as you approach. Uh, I kind of want to charge the door down. Is that cool? <laughs> I'm just gonna go like straight in. Yeah, like right. I've just yeah. been in battle. I'm covered yep. in blood and water. So much I'm pissed off. Yep. <laughs> Let's just get in there. Can you do an athletics check, but plus your body instead, and then roll for me to bash down this door and just go ham at it? Is this body and physique? Because that'd work well. Sorry, well, yeah, we'll do physique. Yeah, body, and we'll use your physique. Yes. yes. That is My physique is fantastic, everybody. Strength. 19. Excellent. Uh, you just, you see this man sort of like shuffle around in his house and you're like, you know, like you just run at the door and just and knock in the door. He's like, ah, ah, no, don't hurt me, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's there. Take it. I, I just took it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. What did he point to? He points to uh, a pile of stuff on his table, which is... 2,000 crowns. 2,000 crowns. Yeah, 2,000 crowns. Dollar signs in 2,000 crowns. There is a flask of some sort of oil. There is a steel sword. There is a bear school medallion. How dare you? These crowns were given to him by the town. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just saw it there. I just took it. I, 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 you don't deserve them. I'm taking them. <laughs> Fine, but just don't hurt me. Hey, can I have some too? <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah, so unless so you take the <laughs> the gold, sure, you've got two thousand crowns now. Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm I'm gonna if I can take all of this Witcher stuff because it is not yours to have. He is like take it, take it. Uh do we uh know that the bear that the um that the Witcher we know what's his name again? Is Walter he Walter Fair. Walter, is he is he from the bear like Bear School? So you know Walter was from the Bear School, that's where he started. He was quite old. However, he did move to the Wolf School after the Bear School sort of lost a lot of prominence. Mm-hmm. He also travelled around a lot, so that's actually how you know him. He visited the other schools and was willing to exchange information, stuff like that. So he was actually like quite the collaborator. Um, Walter, uh, but um, which is most witches like to work alone, but he's obviously very invested in doing things with others. And and as long as you've known him, he's always been that way as well. Yeah. Look, if I'm going to make a deduction based on what I see at the moment, and I'm not going to roll for that, but I'm just going to make one. I, you are the only one whose tracks we see coming from a dead witcher to this hut. So you better tell us what happened, otherwise we're going to think it was you, nothing, buddy. Nothing. I just saw the body. I just saw it there, and I just took his stuff. It washed up this morning. The drowners must have knocked him loose or something from the river. Got bloated. I don't know. I just took it. There's two thousand crowns. What do you expect me to do? Mm. Have you? Here's the thing. Nope. I really didn't sleep well, and I am in the mood to torture someone. Ah. <sighs> Fun. Well, I, I don't. So, I, unless you can give us any more information, that's coming. Uh, 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 can you roll uh, intimidation, please? <laughs> uh, my intimidation is very low. Uh, <laughs> take a plus five for your entourage and bashing in his door. Nice. Okay. Seven plus five. Is it plus my will as well? Yeah. Yep. So, 15. Uh, he is very forthcoming um, with everything. He goes on a massive spiel about what he did the day and what happened, and it's so fucking boring. <laughs> like he's just, yeah, we get it. You went out, you bought bread, you ate bread, you went home, yeah. you 
heard the drowners going. He scared them off with something shiny because drowners get obsessed with shiny things. And he quickly ran over and looted the body and hid everything inside, planning to sell it or at least try try and melt it down uh, and get rid of it all some way. Uh, He was thinking that he could maybe, you know, move up in his station a little bit. He's technically inside Oxenfurt, technically, but he's not safe if the Nilfgaardians ever got this far. You know, he's not in the walls. So... That was his primary concern in terms of like current information and like what you're actually looking for. He heard scuffles the same night the blacksmith did and he heard cries, but afterwards he swear that he heard someone talking, Uh, but he didn't hear what they were saying. They were too far away, but he heard them. Um, The only reason he could hear them was because he could hear the echo from the inside of the sewer. They were talking in front of the sewer, um, which if you look on the map, there is a little uh, line on the side of the blacksmiths, near the blacksmith area. That line is the sewer entrance. Mm. Can I do an um, alchemy check to try and work out what the what's the, the, the oil? oil? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I it's vampire. 21. Um, you don't know much about witch's life, but from the times you've had to deal with it, like, you can tell it's very acidic. Um, it, it's probably very nasty stuff. This is clearly meant to go on a blade. Mm. Um, it's got it's full of dog tallow, which is like a sort of... Uh, it's part of the mixture that keeps it there. It's like a pasty sort of solution mm. um, that would coat a blade. Um, and then, which as you would then confirm, based on of everything he said, that this is indeed vampire oil. Burger, don't look. <laughs> dog, <laughs> dog tallows in this. <laughs> the, vo- uh, uh, the voices you heard that night was it a woman or a man? Uh, both. Did you hear what they were saying? I, I didn't. No, I could just hear them talking. It was they were hushed, quiet about it. I got a feeling it's Oleander. <laughs> I do have that feeling. Had it from the start. I wonder perhaps if we should, we should go there uh, next. Or... Perhaps we should investigate the sewer. Oh, the sewer. Yes, that's just what I was thinking too. Just check it out, make sure there's nothing in there. Um, it is the end of your day now. That was the last thing you do. As you guys leave the hut, as you deduce that there's nothing more to find, uh, you do see an arrow sticking out of the sand from where you once were. Attached is a scroll. Uh, you open this scroll and you see, leave Oxenfurt or die scrolled the parchment. Oh, at us? Well, the arrow wasn't there before. Okay. Um, Can I do a quick deduction check to see if that writing matches the writing on the little note that I took? From... You can. Okay. Yeah. And you know the professor's handwriting too. Mm. Uh, 20. It does match. <sighs> oh my god. Um, you guys make your way back to the tavern as it is really starting to get dark and you don't want to be caught unawares. Mitch, can you please roll your uh, practiced paranoia? Sure. So that was my skill plus... Practice paranoia plus your intelligence. Plus intelligence. Okay, cool. Uh, 21. 21. You hear humming, but inside your brain. Just, Just him? Yep. Okay. Guys, (laughs) Guys, <laughs> uh, it's um, you're not sure if it's something to do with your nightmares, but it's not great. Uh, 
like it's really concerning you. Guys, can you hear that? Hear what? I don't hear nothing. The humming. What humming? There's humming. There is no humming. Is it a woman's voice? I can. Can I tell if it's a woman's? No, you actually can't. You can just. I just. I, I can hear humming. I think you need to get some sleep there, Yalkath. Yeah, maybe, maybe I do. Uh, is there anything you guys want to talk about before going to bed? Um, I think we should maybe discuss the fact that that lady is not what she says she is. Hmm. Humming is... It's a... I can't remember which one it is. Is it Bruxter? Monster lore check with your Witcher skill, please. Also, this harold of oxenfurt is a bother for me. A monogram dagger and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, which ones is it again? Uh, it is your intelligence plus your witcher training skill and a d10. Am I doing this too? 19. When a monster, sapient and deceptive enough, tries to hide itself in a human settlement, it becomes very difficult to kill. In addition to this simple truth, Bruxa are vampires. Fucking cool. And even it. worse, they fall, under the ter- <laughs> they, they fall under the terrifying category of those not weak to sunlight. Finding a Bruxa in the settlements of humans can be difficult as they are able to blend in with their neighbours. If you walk the streets of the settlement at night, listen for a quiet yet shrill singing that resonates in the pit of your stomach. You definitely felt it in the pit of your stomach. This is the song of the Bruxa, a song they sing in their native language, especially after drinking blood. By no means should you take any contract on a sentient and sapient vampire, which I remind you are creatures capable of turning completely invisible, an ability against which traditional methods employed against the invisible are limited. They can strike at blinding speeds and fire powerful sonic blasts. Sneaking up on one is even harder, as Bruxa form close connections to birds, which give them early warning of guests. If you must stake your life on the folly of this hunt, keep the element of surprise for as long as you can. Walk the city listening for the sounds of birds and the scent of blood. Checking the quieter places in the wealthier districts. Find a place to get your quarry alone, drink a black blood potion and fill the air with moon dust bombs, yurden and igni. Oil your silver sword properly and bring to bear everything you have been taught and you might live. That is what you know about Bruxa's mirror. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I personally don't think we should be going into the sewers. I think maybe we wait until the morning mm. and then we go to her. We also need to be much more prepared than what yeah, we currently yeah. are. So I think we need to go back to the alchemist because we're kind of fucked. Like, I, I do have... I, I do not. have stolen a lot of money that I'm prepared <laughs> to share. How could you? <laughs> don't, oh, don't act like you didn't know, Doctor. <laughs> You all decide that you are not going to have any luck dealing with this in such a tired state. Uh, And it's probably best that you get as much sleep as possible if you're going to try and deal with the Bruxa at some point. So, you all head to bed. Mitch, can you please roll for your nightmares, please? (sighs) Shit. That's just a day (laughs) 10, isn't it? Yes, it is. The oil that we found, is that full? Uh, Yes. Okay, cool. Well then, our, our swords are sorted. What was that? Yeah. A five. Cool. You do not have nightmares tonight. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> the humming has just lured you into a well, sense of however, <laughs> however, at one point, you do wake up to a quiet singing resonating in the pit of your stomach. 
You also hear the chirping of birds. <sighs> and it eventually goes away. This is extremely creepy. <laughs> like, I feel very uneasy. I just need to let you know. <laughs> Boy. It is well, the next day and you... We need to go get some alchemy supplies, mm. I think. Mm. Yeah. Great. So, how much money did you save up? In- uh, <laughs> well, we got the 2,000. Uh, we've got, I've got 2,480. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, we now will <laughs> evolve into a montage of preparing for this monster some cool very cool very cool boot tying um yes so today is your preparation day we will get there next episode tabletop unknowns big trouble in little oxenford is nicola code as mirror simone mcginniskin as johnny g Mitchell Sayers as Hjelkuth, Will Sayers as Dal, and myself, Jesse Thomas, as your GM. The tabletop theme is by Will, and the Beast of Oxenfurt and Town on Edge tracks are by myself. Additional sound effects are from zapsplat.com. You can email us at tabletopunknowncast at gmail.com for any feedback or questions or any suggestions for um, other systems you want us to test, or you can find us on Facebook at Tabletop Unknown. The next episode will be out May 15th. We will see you then. Back. Critical Wounds 158. It's a sick uh, soundtrack for our battle. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna make my foreign lady go- doing the hello, 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 hello sound really <laughs> out of tune. Um, <laughs> Dish Kira. Tabletop unknown.